so this is hopefully going to be a quick one. Ha. I don't know. Quickie. I hope. Yeah. Me, Carlton, and Russell are going to have a quickie. <laughs> Satisfaction. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. So, it's kind of a weird situation. Mm. I've talked with you about it a little bit, Carlton. Russell, I don't know how much about this you may or may not know, but... The two of you guys go to a ton of conventions, definitely more than I go to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you guys knew I was amped about Command Con this year. Mm. I was unable to go last year. And uh, I've kept it pretty low on the show, but I for, for reasons. Uh, I had tickets to uh, have, still have uh, tickets to go to Command Con. And uh, yeah, it's only a few weeks away. So... A big story about Kamehameha to this point has been uh, something that revolves around Vic Mignogna, I think is how people would prefer that I pronounce his name. But it's, Is it? I think. I think it's Vic Mignogna. I think it's Vic Mignogna. It's Mignogna. Yeah. Um, he was uninvited. I think it was early February, mid-February. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it was due to some sexual assault allegations uh, from coworkers and hands at cons alike and uh they said hey he won't be there and mm-hmm. uh, at the time i was like all right cool good call whatever and the main argument that's gone on ever since between people who are pro vic and kick vic <laughs> um has been you know you can't ruin a man's career without uh actual evidence in a court of law and uh that it's unfair how he's been treated Okay, so there is a lot of misinformation about this story out there uh, revolving around people who, I don't know, I've seen a lot of people accuse Monica Real and Chris Sabat of trying to blackmail the Command Con orders into telling them that Vic can't be there. I'm hard-pressed to imagine a situation like that. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I... I and then on the other side of it, you've got people who are very pro Vic, and I think Vic Bignogna has actually gotten a much worse rap in this entire thing than he probably ever could have uh, expected to get, just based off of the accusations alone. Like he he came out and apologized and did his teary-eyed thing in front of a con and was like, "Hey, I'm sorry if I've overstepped my bounds. I'm gonna do better to respect you know your fucking your boundaries or whatever." And I'm like, "All right, whatever." He says he's gonna get help. You're trying to do the good, the right thing. Okay, okay, whatever. I. I, I'd rather you not be around underage girls, <laughs> to be completely <laughs> honest, but whatever. you said and done the right things. Uh, if we'd left it at that and this con thing never happened where they decided that we were, they were going to bring him back because that's the most recent news as of this past Friday night, Command Con made an announcement that uh, Vic will actually be attending the convention. And uh, it sparked a lot of outrage about this con. And uh, honestly, it's... For me personally, the decision not to go at this point isn't about Vic being there. I don't give a shit. I don't think Vic McNogno will do anything to to you. <laughs> I don't think he'll do anything to anybody. I think he'll probably be on his best freaking behavior. Most likely. I, I honestly do. Uh, he will probably be the nicest dude in the world all three days and meet every single person who waits in line to meet him. I'm sure he will be on his 100% best behavior. He's not who I'm fucking worried about. It's all of these guys who have been running around on the internet for the last two or three days who are actively seeking out things on Twitter and Facebook for them to be able to chime in on. Like people who are expressing 
um, whatever you want to, whatever degree it is of disgust. You know, some people are straight up like, ooh, that's kind of weird. Some people are like, fuck this, I'm going to ban them. You know, I'm boycotting the con, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, varying degrees of that. These people will seek that shit out. But again, these are pro Vic <laughs> McNaughton people. Uh, just to be like, yeah, fuck you, you lost. Yeah, innocent till proven guilty in a court of law. False, uh, fake news, misinformation. Monaco Real is, is a consp- like they have like this weird, crazy idea that there's like this super dark interwoven conspiracy theory to get this dude. What they're called are his career. What they're called are is um, commonly called white knights, is what they are. I mean, with any kind of popular person who has this group who just goes around attacking other people and then defending that one person, they're called their white knights. And most people, the 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 popular person, don't like those people at all. <laughs> I mean, they're the people that probably are, yeah, they're staunch defenders of said person, but at the same time, by association, they make that person look worse. And I yes, think that's yes. definitely what Vic McNogg is yep. probably experiencing this week is he's probably amped. To be able to be have have his foot back in the door with Dragon Ball fans, anime fans, and a huge crowd like that, but at the same time, everyone's like, "Yo, we don't want to deal with your fucking fans, man. Your fans are kind of making our our lives hell on the internet. Mm-hmm. I can't wait until I've got two thousand of them with this crazy, dangerous hive mind mentality walking around in a fucking crowd in a couple of weeks, feeling like they won something." Now, that's that's kind of what I really wanted to talk about. Um, like I said, one way or another, um, I, I think if Vic's there. <laughs> I th- <sighs> okay um i guess the circumstances in which the dude is there is, is kind of important and um like i said when kamea khan pulled his um his appearance in february i thought that was probably their best move better safe than sorry this dude is obviously bad for business at this moment you don't want him to mm-hmm. adversely affect your con so i said good on them one of two things is going on either and and again i'm gonna give you the first one first because I think this is the opinion that many people have. This is not the opinion that I have. A lot of people saw this news on Friday and thought to themselves, oh, wow, they just went for the extra money grab to try to sell additional tickets by announcing that Vic will now be in attendance at the convention. I think that's probably, I don't know, what 80, maybe, maybe more than that. 80% of the people probably think that it's a money thing. I am of the opinion that it isn't. I realize that it could be, but I'd like to give these people the benefit of the doubt and think that they wouldn't do something that underhanded with only three weeks out from the con. Um, when they made the announcement on Friday, they basically just said, hey, we want you to be mindful of the fact that this is a convention for the fans and the fans want this person here. Don't be a dick about this in the comments. And uh, <laughs> there was a lot of dickery both ways <laughs> for sure people who were excited as hell about it who were being dicks and people who were pissed about it being dicks and going back and forth one another for you know the next 24 36 hours whatever the fuck it was um i want to give credit to um kamea Khan facebook uh page mem- moderator uh keel dunn i think is his name i'm pretty sure that dude didn't sleep a wink in like 36 fucking hours <laughs> and he wrote like some iteration of the comment like yeah no i get how you feel that yeah i feel you but hey we're all fucking fans and this unites us as a common love like he wrote some iteration of that probably like fifty-five thousand times <laughs> copy and paste <laughs> change the first line <laughs> for real um I felt bad for that dude. He was working damage control overtime, but the way in which they announced it was, hey, this is a thing for the fans, and the fans want 
this person here, so he's gonna be here. So, is that a phone? Okay, I thought I heard somebody's phone vibrate. My, um, if that is the case, and people want him there, and they thought that they could sell more tickets uh, in the last three weeks leading up to the convention, that's pretty shitty. Considering that you probably, you know, you made such a big, um, you made a big, big motion out of it when you originally pulled his con appearance back in February, and everybody applauded you for what we all perceived to be the right call at that point in time, except for people of you know, Vic uh, fandom. Um, mm. So it was kind of frustrating. I like to think now, I think it's worth noting that Comic-Con won last year. It sold out like not super quickly, but at least, you know, two to three months. I think it was sold out by, you know, the beginning of February that year. So the two months leading up to Comic-Con tickets were more or less sold out. I think they were definitely sold out of three day passes. They might've had some like Sunday day passes left, something like that. Um, which was super fucking impressive. And I was like, all right, cool. This is, gonna, this is like set the heart, the, the bar pretty high in terms of what this con could be. Cause obviously people want to be there. Mm. I wasn't there last year. We talked, I talked me and Mike Norm at the time talked pretty openly about Peter Calamus, Sean Schemmel beef that happened last year and said, you know, it's kind of silly. You're letting Schemmel dictate Calamus that you can't be there. And uh, I caught shit for that from the command con people. Uh, Cause you know, it wasn't like they fixed that whole situation to be able to have Peter Calamus there as well within a week, but whatever. My fucking point is, Kamehameha people, I think they know who we are, and I don't think they really like us, but I just wanted to go to this con and, and be a part of things a little bit. and You know, under the radar, just as me, not a superhero. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, just, I don't want to be there now, and I can't blame other people who don't want to be there now with these people who just... I don't know. I think that... I, I would like to think that Vic isn't there because Kamehameha was trying to get money, uh, more money. I would think that they didn't have an option. I think that, and the reason I think it is because Vic's YouTube lawyer, um, Beard, <laughs> I think his last name, Tim Beard. Is that his fucking name? Fear the Beard? If I see Fear that fucking hashtag one more goddamn <laughs> time. Um, his lawyer uh, did tweet the announcement and was like, yeah, you made the right decision. And I'm like, all right, your fucking Twitter lawyer sought out the announcement and mm. tweeted that as his reply. I'm thinking maybe there was some legal implications if he wasn't announced. So that's what I think the situation is. I honestly think if I had to speculate, if I had to guess, and again, I don't know anybody who works for Kamehameha. I'm just somebody who sits on the outside wondering, you know, what the heck's going on sometimes. Um, I think that Vic and his team probably said, hey, I believe you guys were the first convention to pull my appearances, uh, which led to a landslide of other conventions pulling my appearances. Um, if you are going to cancel, you know, you're going to have to pay me whatever fee, uh, maybe plus, you know, what I could potentially have lost in earnings for signing. Uh, plus, you know, maybe even defamation. I mean, I don't know how crazy his lawyer could be, but maybe his lawyer would go after something like that. Because I think, again, and I don't know for a fact, but I think, again, they were definitely among the first cons to pull this dude's appearances. My point is, I think Kamehameha kind of had a gun to their head to have this dude there. And if that's the case, okay, don't bankrupt the con and for the sake of your fucking moral here of, you know, we don't want to be... What you should do is say, hey, what's up, fans? I know that we had said back then that we were going to pull the uh, pull the appearance for Vic, given the circumstances. Due to legal contractual obligations, that's, that's as specific as you have to get. Due to contractual obligations... You know, we are required to have him appear. We're going to have him in this different part of the building away from whatever actors he's currently got a beef with. 
and we're aware of the situation that will be an increased security presence. Literally, that's that's all they had to fucking do, and I don't think they would have had nearly as much of a shitstorm on their hands. Instead, they came out and said, it's a convention for the fans, so we're bringing back this guy for our fans. And then this morning, they they came out, and I tweeted something similar to that effect last night because I've been engaging with you fucking trogs all goddamn weekend. <laughs> I would prefer you didn't, but you actively seek out things that I tweet to people that I, I like to talk to on the internet, and you try to chime the fuck in. Like, that's been the most annoying part of it. Don't actively seek out out confrontation if all you're gonna fucking do is be like innocent until proven guilty bro if that's literally the only thing you've really got to say to me and i've, I've engaged with people who are probably on the vic side who are much more informed on all of things to, uh, on the specifics of these things than i am but at the, at the end of the day we just fall on different sides of the fucking argument and i can respect those people for at least being courteous enough to engage me in civilized conversation i'll tell you what for every one of those people i met i met 20 fucking other dick faces about it so oh yeah there always are it's just i don't know i if your boy was able to get back into the con because his lawyer and he threatened a lawsuit against the convention that potentially would have bankrupted the convention and we might not have a Kamehameha Con 3, I, I don't understand why you guys are running on the internet actively seeking people out who are not happy with the decision to be able to gloat. Like, you won something. Like, your petitions did something. I don't think your petitions did shit, dude. And if they did, I'd like to know that they did specifically. Uh, I wish Kamehameha Con was a little bit more transparent as to the circumstances that led to this coming back because... I don't know. To this morning, with the whole we'll we'll have Texas's finest, uh, you know, men and women of the police, fo and I get it. Yeah, there's going to be a police presence at the convention. I'm pretty sure there's always some level of police presence. I didn't see the yeah. word increased anywhere. I saw that there will be cops. I would hope there would be cops at any public event like that. So I felt like this morning they were trying to backtrack just a little bit. Going to be zero tolerance if anyone's caught, you know, harassing somebody. Cool, they're going to kick the fuck out. Good thing I'm not going now because I'm sure that this podcast would be consideration of uh, me harassing them. So, Which is kind of bullshit anyway. <laughs> What's that? It just their view on that kind of stuff. Uh, I mean, if, if they can curb the harassment part of it, more power to them. I hope that they've got the eyes to be vigilant for Oh, it. that's fine. Yeah, that definitely. I but mean, if you need to have that at conventions in general. That's why you have a security staff. Yeah, but I think that this is something that would call for a little bit more than a traditional security staff at this point. I mean, some of the conventions I've gone to, like the the one in Connecticut, the the person who is the head of the security staff is actually works head of security, and all the stuff that he has is a very good equipment and connections to the local departments, and they know what's going on. So it's good that they're thinking in that terms there, but... I don't know the first fucking thing about playing in a convention, but I'm not going <laughs> to pretend like I do. I think from an optics perspective, it's pretty easy to sit here and you know have come up with a more solid game plan given the one stance that you took six or seven weeks ago and the complete opposite stance that you took on friday and if you again it's all about optics if you were more aware of those you would have been able to foresee the problem that people would have with with the way in which you announced fit coming back mm -hmm. and again i'm working all of that which i said i'm working off of the assumption of they didn't have a choice because if they did have a choice, I'd like to think that they would have made the right one and not not brought him back now and waited. Yeah. Or Maybe next year or, or whatever. If and that's the other thing. I, I honestly do wonder with a thing like this this year. I don't know if it was a great call to have Kamehameha to in a year in which Dragon Ball wasn't on the air. All right. I don't know. Mm. That's just me fucking thinking out loud after the fact. But 
if it does come back to the air in July, as many have reported, and we have it on again next year, and they have Kamehameha Khan again, hopefully it'll be less of a shit show, and I don't know. I, basically, I'm wondering if Kamehameha Khan 3 will be a thing. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know if, if financially, I think, hopefully the con is okay, but the idea that they didn't have enough to maybe buy Vic out of his contract. I, I, I don't I don't know the specifics of how these things work, but if you guys did it for money, that was a shitty fucking idea, and that's indicative of shitty people. If it was a money thing, and I don't think that they're shitty people. That's the thing. I'm giving usually, you guys... Yeah. you don't have contracts with guests and stuff like that. It's usually, you know, you reach out to them and you discuss, like, what you're going to cover, maybe the cover of the, the room and some meals, maybe stuff like that. But the rest of it, they're, they're making money off of signatures and stuff like that. There's usually no written contract. It's usually contract. an appearance fee. Yeah, but there's no written contract. Like, you have to come under whatever circumstances and if we cancel you we have to pay you that whatever kind of money there, there usually isn't stuff like that i don't know how it works i wish we i wish we had some insight as to how these contracts are structured i mean i've uh, when i was doing part of the dealer den director at a convention um we had contracts with one dealer and it was that only their type of product could be there but it was every three year we did a three-year contract but with everyone else or in the guests of honor and everything like that, panelists, so on and so forth. There was no contractual obligations for anything. So then, I, 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 I don't know. I, I'm honestly at a loss for words. I think the whole conspiracy theory that Chris Sabat and Monica Rial are trying to blackmail Kamehameha people into not having Vic there, or like that's what originally led to them pulling from, pulling him from the convention back in February, like. I, I don't well, know. you know how it doesn't matter is. what I fucking say. No. It doesn't matter how much time I invest in the research into these crazy conspiracy theories, because that's what they—that's what a lot of these things are. You people are so desperate to want to believe this guy to be the nice dude that you've met in person, who signed your Funko or whatever the fuck he signed for you. You took a picture with. You so desperately want to believe that he is that genuine dude, when in reality we all have a side of us that we prefer people to not ever see. There are all parts of us. We all have a part of us to some extent that we keep hidden that comes out every once in a while. And somebody sees that sometimes they'll refer to it as, you know, seeing somebody's true colors or whatever. Um, you, uh, might have a little bit less of a favorable impression than you had on that person prior. My point is you guys are so desperate to want to believe your hero that you will, read into these ridiculously layered, detailed, interwoven conspiracy theories when in reality, it's been like 20 fucking years that he's had creepy shit said about him. And now that we're in the climate we're in, now people are paying attention to it more and now it's come to the forefront. Well, a lot of it's of, a lot of he shed, she shed. Try that again. He said, she said. Yeah. And then a lot of... Everybody likes to jump on the bandwagon. Yeah, and, and that's the other thing, too. Pick one side or the other. Ugh. And I feel like, for the most part, I've been pretty neutral, I, I think. I've been mo My stance throughout this whole thing is, maybe he did do it, maybe he didn't. I'm not sure what he did do. I know that I... Oh, let me rephrase. I feel like Monica and Real, Chris Sabat, uh, have been pretty decent people to me in my interactions with them, and I haven't gotten the indication that... Uh, 
they're shitty people and they don't have decades of shitty stories following them around from conventions. So, um, yeah, I'd like to think that maybe this is kind of, um, I think at a minimum, like over exaggerated, Mm. but in some people's mind, it's like a full on conspiracy theory. Like we're going to blackmail this person into never having a career again because we're part of the feminist agenda. Are you fucking like I've seen so much of that shit over the last few days. Yeah. <laughs> like hmm. it's much easier for them to believe that conspiracy theory than just like the the idea that this person that they met who they had a positive experience with can sometimes be a shitty creep to girls. And I think so badly in their heart that they know, you know, there's a possibility this guy did it, but if there's no proof, then they can't nail him in a court of law. And that's that little shred of hope that they're clinging to. Like if it if it happened to you, it can happen to me. <laughs> and I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to have my whole life sacrificed because some girl made up some allegations about me. It's like, dude, if you didn't do anything shitty to anybody, you probably don't have to fucking worry about it. I know that you maybe want to keep the possibility open for you to be able to do shitty things to somebody, and so long as there's no fucking like video camera or sound recording going, you think that maybe you can get away with it in the moment, and then there's no evidence, and then you don't have to worry about it ruining your life. Instead of thinking that fucking far ahead, why don't you just alter your behavior to not be a creepy asshole? Why don't you just keep your fucking hands and your shitty comments to yourself? <laughs> that honestly would solve for 90% of y'all's fears. But no, it's a lot easier to just gang the fuck up and be internet tough guys and roll through a con- uh, maybe roll through a convention, you know, just feeling like you accomplished something when... I don't think you did. I think a lawsuit accomplished something and homeboy's going to get paid a lot of fucking money to meet all you boys who are probably going to be, I don't know. I hope you aren't shitty. I hope the con has no problems. I hope it's a fun time for the people who do choose to go. But I think the atmosphere at the convention might be, has the potential to be a little bit uncomfortable just because people are going to be afraid that these dudes are feeling empowered and like they can just say shit to these people not now now not through the barrier or the filter of the internet but like actually face to face in person it's gonna be a sausage fest watch oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) i mean that's the other thing too Um, i've definitely seen a lot more dudes happy about this announcement than i've seen women although i have seen women too and uh I gotta be honest, that one kind of perplexes me. <laughs> I don't know if you guys got like some brothers that some shitty things happened to, some shitty accusations were made towards. I don't know if you got your own things you're trying to work through or trying to deny or whatever. Maybe they Black want out. a star to be creepy on them. I, 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 I don't. I don't know. I have a really tough time envisioning why women uh, would ever side with this dude. I, I do. I. I, I don't feel. Um, Great. And uh yeah, that's why I won't be content uh that's why I won't be attending the convention this year. Um I hope it goes well. I really do, but I'm not going either. I was gonna go. Yeah, no, we yeah. we've been talking about going for a while, but now the the possibility and I gotta figure out what the fuck to do with my ticket too. I think we need a three day pass holler, I guess. Scalp but, it. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean but like I'll have to do it online now. I'm not gonna I fucking cancel my flight, cancel the hotel, like could get my fucking money back on my flight. Thank you. <laughs> Dope. So, yeah, I hope the convention goes well. Um, I just feel like you guys may have dug yourself a hole before the thing has even started, and I'm not sure why. If it if it was because the lawsuit gun was put to your head, 
help us understand that and maybe this bad spin doesn't happen mm. like I, just think about the optics dude just think about it you can well it's for the fans oh all right so it's cool to add that dude who's been accused of trying to mouth kiss little 14 year old girls that's because it's for the fans it's cool to add that dude back wow solid reason and not if you guys had come out and said due to contractual obligations we have to have this guy here i respect that but no for the fans, whose fans? Just his fans? Yeah, for the, for the fans who uh, like Dragon Ball but don't want to deal with him. Like, he's not even a big Dragon. I said this to somebody the other day. If if Vic Bignogna voiced uh, Chaozu, this would this would not be happening. Nope, <laughs> this would not be happening. One Chiaotsu, fucking. Chiaotsu. If he voiced uh, Yajirobe, if he voiced uh, Corin, um. Fuck, if he voiced Master Roshi, they'd probably like give him his own panel on how to effectively be Master Roshi both <laughs> professionally and personally. <laughs> like, it's because it's Broly. It's because it's a big muscle-bound freak of a character who's never had more than one dimension to his story until this most recent movie. And this most recent movie was probably the... Uh, yeah, no, it was. The best Dragon Ball movie ever made. And now you guys are like, yeah, Broly's the best. You know why? Vic... What? Are you fucking kidding me? What? Vic didn't even do a good job in this most recent Broly movie performance. No. Please don't make it sound like this is because you like his performance as the character of Broly. Because it's fucking not. I'm like 90% sure that I was talking with Vic himself on Twitter last night under a fake dummy account that was made in February of last month. <laughs> That's the kind of shit I've been dealing with. It's people who make up alternate accounts because they oh, say yeah. and do shitty things on Twitter. They make alt accounts. Mm-hmm. And they just tweet about this specific subject. You'll see that a lot with Facebook too. People make four or five. Six oh, for sure, Facebooks. for sure. And I'm I'm almost positive that I saw some of that on Facebook this week mm. as well, um, in the form of some ladies. But whatever, it doesn't fucking matter. Um, I have these people who are operating one account solely for the sake of being able to troll the libtards yep. from the Vic side, the kick Vic sides, a bunch of libtard feminist Nazis. <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? First of all. Wow, you've got really nothing the fuck else to do on a weekend. You, wow. But you know what? I can't even hate that much because I was I was like looking at a car wreck, dude. I just couldn't stop looking at it. I'm like, the shit that comes out of these people's mouths. If you like really want to test your um, endurance level for the bullshit that um, I guess mainly Americans or men, I guess in general, are, are capable of, just go like roll through the command, hashtag command on. It's Russia. Through. I blame Russia. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Except I don't think I think Russia probably has better shit to do than like infiltrate a a Dragon Ball specific convention. They, oh, I don't know, man. They do some weird stuff sometimes. <laughs> like, Dragon Ball fucking hates They did Russia, that dude. whole publicity thing Russia on man spreading. What? The man spreading publicity what? thing. What's man spreading? Uh, saying uh people uh men who sit on the subway train and stuff and the bus they're always spreading their legs out wide and taking up other seats that other people could be sitting in and they called it man spreading and yeah they had this girl going around throwing bleach on people's crotches men who are doing that to try and stop prevent them from doing but it was all just a thing that Russia sent out and you know we Americans eat that shit up because we're crazy. Huh. <laughs> I, I I don't know. The Russian... Yeah, I follow the internet a little bit too much sometimes. Yeah, well, <laughs> if you really want to invest some time in your life that you feel very, like you feel like you've been robbed of when you're done with it, go check out the, the I Stand with Vic. 
I it's, stand with Vic. Yeah, that's the I, <laughs> hashtag. I stand with Vic. So everyone wants to go get their Vic pick. <laughs> Just hashtag stick with Vic. We didn't. That's that took Mike Norm two and a half seconds to come up with. <laughs> the day that we started talking about this in February He's like really hashtag I stay with Vic Why not just hashtag stick with Vic Don't. Stick with Vic The rhyme is right there <laughs> Right fucking there I don't know I don't know I know that uh, I'm not going to be there I know that a few um, voice actresses Actresses mainly uh, And Damon Mills Jason, J- Damon Mills Jason Douglas Monica Rial Jamie Marchie and I think I'm missing one more. I forget. And a few panelists have pulled out. And uh, mainly people from Kinzenshu. Um, I almost feel bad for Emperor uh, Big D. Geekdom 101. He's gotten a lot of flack for Vic having been announced uh, as coming back. He was on vacation in Chicago this week. In case you haven't seen his series of tweets. Uh, he was in vacation in Chicago this week at a convention. I was having a great time up until Friday afternoon <laughs> when they announced the shit and his phone just started exploding with people just accusing him of uh, being like, what the fuck, man? Because he, he he hasn't taken a public stance. Most content creators haven't taken a public stance. They're afraid because they know that they're going to piss off some huge faction of their audience. Yeah, of course. I get it. I pissed off a bunch of people on this shit. I pissed off people regularly here. I don't, I don't care because <laughs> I, I'm not making six figures a year like Geekdom is off of making YouTube mm. videos on Dragon Ball. Um, I never will. And uh, honestly, I think it's more important for me personally to speak my fucking truth to you people who are acting ridiculous uh, than to worry about you know keeping a third of my audience because that's the number we've dropped about a third. It's, president's approval rating is about a third. just saying just saying um yeah i feel bad for uh for danny um but what's that spider-man line russell (laughs) everybody gets one great power (laughs) right peter everybody gets one everybody gets one I don't know. Just fucking behave yourselves when you go to Kamea Khan. Don't be dickheads to people. If you somehow have made it this far into the podcast and you're on that hashtag, I stand with Vic side. Um, you didn't just. If you signed a petition, congratulations. I'm glad that you feel like you were part of a change. I like the stick with Vic better. It's still in my head. Yeah. No <laughs> shit. Like when you had kick Vic, hashtag kick Vic. The other one, stick with Vic. I like that. <laughs> it's the most no fucking brainer. Yeah, it sticks. Huh? But I'm, I'm sure that it's the genius fucking second lawyer that this dude has in Minnesota who's not a real lawyer but passed the fucking bar and got a JD. <laughs> I'm sure that that dude has raised on GoFundMe, I believe, over $100,000 for Vic McNogna's legal defense fund. Like, they are well-funded. But, like, I saw some things of him reaching out and being like, hey, man, we think this is horse shit. We're going to give you some fucking legal, defun- uh, legal defense aid. I almost said this one. Uh, we're going to give you some extra money for your legal costs. And he's like, no, nah, it's cool, man. I'm good. But appreciate it. And he's like, well, I'm raising it anyway. What's going to happen with that money? I'm curious. Uh, if he doesn't take it, then he has to give it back. 
Yeah? Is that yeah. what happens? You have to give it back. Huh. Interesting. Everyone. I did not. I'm not sure how that yep. fucking works. They set an initial goal of $200,000. 200000 I'm going to start a GoFundMe from our retirement and see how many people will do that. <laughs> no, no, you need to go fucking uh, grab some girl's ass first. <laughs> That'll never happen. <laughs> no, but you need to do it for for these purposes. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Just do it and then be like, I would never grab a girl's butt after she complains because I like guys. And then everybody will be like, I clearly thought she was a man. <laughs> that would. Dude. All right. Let's imagine a scenario in which you grab a girl's butt and she makes a, a sexual assault complaint about it, right? I think it would probably and your def- laugh. And your, de- <laughs> and your defense is, I didn't grab your butt. I'm gay. And it fucking works. <laughs> and you get off scot-free. How long do you think until those guys start employing that same exact it, is that oh, I know, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's convenient for them to plead the gay card to get out of some <sighs> fucking criminal activity. I don't know. I don't even like the fact that we just talked about this today. I might not even release this stupid fucking episode. It might just be Hulu exclusive and we'll take the fuck. Not Hulu. Hulu? Yeah. Are we on yeah. Hulu? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's just going to be a Patreon exclusive because I, I've had to censor myself a lot over the last few months. Why? We, I already told you I've had low. I've low key been planning to go to Comecon for a while. I know that the Comecon people do not like me because and and again now that I've just decided this is Patreon exclusive. We were in talks after Comecon one last year to go to Comecon two and do a live episode of Dragon Ball Super Dope there. It was very, very initial in the process. Basically, this is how it went. I reached out to them, congratulated them on some shit, and said, hey, this is what we do. I think it'd be cool if we did this. We were already starting to plan our own live events here locally, and I thought maybe we could get one planned for Kamehacon 2 next year. They responded back and said, and by they, I believe it's the uh, owner of the convention, a man named Chris. Um, I believe he said... Something to the effect of, that's great. We were considering wanting to do something like this anyway, but you've already got an audience. Like, that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. where can I find some stuff for you, you know, for us to be able to listen to? I'm like, all right, cool. And I sent them all of our stuff. Now, what I didn't know back then was that he doesn't make the final decisions on content creators and mm. who actually gets to be part of the content creator rotation. Um, you know who does? Who? Uh, Geekdom 101. Oh. Yep. So um, I'm guessing that Geekdom 101 probably got our information if he didn't already know who we were. Because when somebody who's into podcasts as heavy as he was and then goes and works in YouTube for as long as he did, Mm -hmm. or uh, has worked in YouTube, I should say, um, you know, when they are still into podcasting and they want to launch a podcast, you'd think they would know who has the Dragon. There's no way you could be that much into podcasts and Dragon Ball and not know what the Dragon Ball podcasts yeah, yeah. are. Um, so I think maybe he knew who we were anyway. I'm not going to lie. I'm obnoxious. And if I see things that I don't like, I'm probably going to tell you that I don't like them. <laughs> um, I don't really have much incentive to kiss anybody's ass pretty much ever because what are they going to do for me? Fucking nothing. That's right. So if I see somebody do a shitty thing, I'm going to say, hey, you. That was a shitty thing. Mm. On the contrary, if I see somebody do something cool, I'm like, yeah, you. That's fucking cool. And I don't think that people always appreciate the uh, the honesty, especially when they fall on the fucking side of, hey, what you did wasn't fucking cool. 
Command Con and Geek them both have done things that I've thought before this, by the way, long before this Vic McNogna shit. They've both done things that in my consideration are not fucking cool. I think that everybody uh, has a momentary lapse of judgment here and there and that it shouldn't be indicative or like, uh, you know, uh, it shouldn't inform my entire opinion of them as people or whatever. Mm. Uh, but my limited interaction with them has been shitty at best. So when they got back to me to say, yeah, maybe we'll have you on for Command Con. I was like, oh, all right, wow, word. And then I probably went and listened to me be an honest person when I talk about them, and they said, no, fuck these kids. That's fine. I get the that. The problem is in today's society, nobody likes real. It's very true. Do you know how much shit I would love to say on my Facebook page or online in general, and I have to keep going? If I do that, I'm going to get shit tons of random flame from the worst type of people because my opinion isn't everyone else's opinion that they want it to be. And if it isn't, then you are wrong and they will tell you you are wrong. And if you don't believe that you are wrong and you change your stance, they will start driving by your house or fucking seeking you out to, you know, or you try and destroy you social media wise and whatever. And it's just petty and pathetic. So it's not worth engaging in. No. So everyone has to be fake. You always have to be fake, and only people only like fake. And I've been Ugh. so fake since I decided to go to Kamehameha 2, regardless of the fact that they ghosted us and didn't want anything to do with us from a content creator stage and stopped answering us back, I don't know, probably last July. Uh, whenever it was. I don't care. Um, I mean, bumming. Obviously, I'd like to be able to fucking do a convention like that. A live super dope at a convention like that would be dope. That would be so much fun because we mm. people who actually love and are passionate about Dragon Ball because they're at a Dragon Ball specific convention. Um, super dope. Um, it would have been cool to do, but I just wanted to go like meet some of my fucking Dragon Ball friends that I've made by doing this podcast over the last few years. And uh, yeah, it's just not worth it now. Like the money that I'd spend on the trip in total, like going there. Oh yeah, it's way over price. Hotel, yeah. mm. food for the week, mm. stuff that I want to buy on the merch, like fucking uh, for the merch tables on the floor. Furry conventions are like the same thing. You throw so much money at them. Yeah, like... and I just don't want to invest that much money to go to a convention where I know that there's a strong likelihood. They're not gonna like that. They hate you. <laughs> well, not. A, I mean, that was my concern before. Was like, I hate you, or we don't want you here. Mm -hmm. Um. So that's why I've been like really neutral on Kamehameha shit since the beginning of the year, staying under the radar. Mm -hmm. Um. But then this Vic shit happened, and I'm like, wow, I'm the least of their fucking concerns. <laughs> I could slide up in that bitch with a Dragon Ball Super Dope T-shirt on, and ain't gonna see anything to me. I'm gonna be way more worried about these fucking Vic boys maybe knocking out a poor little girl or something. Guy, I don't fucking know. Oh my god, this is my Dragon Ball fandom right now, and my lord, do I fucking hate it. So, I'm gonna, I guess, just cut it here. Um, all right, so I, I don't think I got out of this episode what I needed to get out of it because vent stress, I guess, like part of it was to vent, but the other part of it was just to be like, hey, you could have handled this a hell of a lot better and not sabotage your own con. Like, there are other panelists who plan on just not showing now. If the con tanks, they'll claim bankruptcy. They'll make a new one. I hope. That's I mean, what actually, conventions always do. If that were to happen, I'd hope that they'd have the 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 mind to not do that again. Yeah. Like if you if you've tanked this thing before the convention year two even happens, maybe maybe you shouldn't be in charge of conventions. Probably not. That's just me thinking out loud. But I I don't know. Thanks for listening to me, Vent Patreon. I guess.
If you're hearing this after the fact, uh, welcome to the Patreon. Deuces. <laughs> I, I just... Ruined. <laughs> they fucking ruin everything. They bring politics into everything. I will not have politics come into Dragon Ball. That's my fucking point. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Super dope. Da-da-na-na-na-na-na.